and welcome to an episode of Las Platicas. This is Las Platicas number eight, and we're your host, I'm Sarah. I'm Kristen. Hi, guys. Unfortunately, Jen could not make it. She had a family emergency, and we miss her dearly because we have an in-studio guest. We do. So, um, as you all know, Commodity Comics um, is a podcast, um, and we have an ancillary uh an ancillary show called Las Platicas. And Las Platicas is where we meet with creators and friends to talk about upcoming projects, events, and all-around awesome news in the Latinx comic community. Today, we have with us Latinx creator, Caden Phoenix. Caden is a Chicana director from here in Los Angeles, Boyle Heights to be exact, uh, right in the middle of all the yummy uh, food, uh, taco, um, Mm. corner, (laughs) corner taco, um, places, um, one of my favorite places to go to eat tacos for sure. Uh, her IMDb page states that she's a huge advocate for diversity both in front of and behind the camera, giving a voice to stories untold. She plans on evening the playing field for the underrepresented through her unique and diverse filmmaking. Kaden was an early addition to our Juntos y Fuertes segment when we learned about her crowdfunding campaign for her short film project, Jalisco. It intrigued us to learn that Caden's goal was to give the audience a Mexican superhero who uses traditional dance and her wide skirt with hidden blades to defeat her enemies. And if that story concept wasn't amazing enough, we learned that there was going to be an accompanying comic book. So today we are so excited to have Caden here who is going to share with us and our listeners all about her her journey in creating the Jalisco story and bringing that story to the pages of a comic. Welcome, Caden. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. I I have to tell you, when we first heard about your um your concept and when we when I saw the crowd crowdfunding campaign, we were just like, Oh my gosh. Yes, knives in definitely. the skirt. <laughs> Mexican female superhero Absolutely. um kicking butt all over <laughs> with knives in her skirt. And so I mean we talked about it, we shared it and then it, it kind of like, you know, fell off and then when we started hearing about it again and then you contacted us, we were like, yes. Oh my gosh. So excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for even um, putting it out in the first place. I got, so I did a crowdfunding for it. It was my first and only crowdfunding I did was for that short. It was a proof of concept for Jalisco. Mm -hmm. And I got really great, um, replies. Like I got so much like warmth and like I got four articles written about me, which was really nice. I didn't know anybody. And like, I got free CGI. I got um, a free camera. Wow! From like people on Instagram or Facebook, wow. like I was just saying, like, strangers, and now my friends. But, yeah, like, they're like, I support you. Here, have this. And nice. Um, so it was very, very welcome. You know, and and I very much appreciate all the help. And now I'm with the graphic novel. You know, I saw on Facebook, I saw uh, a picture of uh, Jalisco in the Barbie, but with the with the dress in it. Who did that? Uh, my friend, one of my actress friends, she made it for me. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, just because I wanted a Barbie. And so it, it is mine, but uh, hopefully in the future I can produce um, actual dolls. Right. That is so yeah. cool. I saw that. I'm like, she already has action figures. <laughs> I do. Uh, she's making one right now with the blades coming out already. Oh, wow. wow. So that's the, the next rendition of it. That's so cool. Thank you. We'd love for you to introduce yourself by talking a little bit about how you began your writing career and how you transitioned from uh, from film to comics. 
Okay, so I started writing uh, right out of college. I did marketing and majored in marketing, and then I just started doing the promotional stuff, which is very easy, very unfulfilling, but just easy and fun, you know, just give off your products with key points. And so then from there, like, on my creative side, I was like, I'm not doing anything creatively, and I'm not, I wasn't. And so I just started writing, and I fell into writing, and I was really bad at it, but I taught myself structure, and just, you know, just through practice, I was writing out my own scripts that I thought were funny, and they absolutely were not funny, <laughs> um, nor good, but... <laughs> point is they got me it taught me structure it taught yeah. me here's dialogue you know it taught me what i needed to get taught and so then i was like okay let me write short films because no one's seen my work as a writer because right then in my head i was a writer and so <laughs> or a struggling writer right and so i was like okay let me direct and so i started directing very short form um, or shorts and then that's why i learned how to direct out of necessity i had to and same thing out of um, for producing as well because i was on a negative budget and like <laughs> yeah everything was like, I'm not coming up but like i taught myself that was my film school being on set and having great crew all around me and there were always female crew if i could it'd always be latina crew as well so it's either one that's super cool that's yeah. one of the things too that really stood out to us when we were reading about your mm-hmm. project is that you had inspired to have an all um an all-female crew, yeah, so that is super awesome. So you came onto our radar through Jalisco and through the idea um, that we saw that you were going to actually do a comic, but why don't you just start by giving us uh, and our listeners um, a little bit of history about Jalisco. What is the story about? Jalisco is the origin story of Jalisco. She she turns herself, um, she gives herself the name Jalisco in memory of her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom taught her folklorico at a young age. She comes from a humble town. She lives right outside of Guadalajara. Like a, she's a ranchera. She's just very humble beginnings. She doesn't really have much. Uh, the town kind of shuns her because she's on a lower socioeconomic right. uh, level. And so... It starts off that she, her mom takes her to the park to, to cheer up because she's down, right? She's just a little bit sad. And so the mom's like, let's go dance in the park, right? In the plaza, which is um, Plaza de Armas in Guadalajara because I looked it up. Nice. And so. That's super cool. Yeah, it's very pretty, right? <laughs> and there's a mission behind it. And, <laughs> and so, like, it's that's where it starts off. Her mom's, um, she's going to dance with Locorico, her mom. And she asks her, she's like, what song? And she's like, Jalisco. And she's like, I know Jalisco, but what song? Because in Locorico you have different you know, songs within, you know, within your region. Okay. Uh, and so, like, as she does that, um, the musician comes around and gives her a flower, which is, like, a town tradition as well. My dad told me that. Oh, wow. And so she turns around, and um, and she turns back, and her mom is gone, like, just missing. So she asks the musician. The musician's like, I, I didn't see anybody. She goes to the cops. They're like, go away. You know, and they just pretty much shun her. So she goes home to make sure her mom's not there. She goes around the park prior. You know, her mom's just not there. So she ends up going to the bar and asking for help. And same thing, everybody shuns her. Nobody cares. Because everyone is more aware of her in that sense of they know about the femicide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like the lack of compassion towards females. And so um, she ends up getting picked up. So she ends up getting picked up because she's like, I'm still going to find my mom, like, with, you know, with or without anybody. She gets picked up and saved by the Adelitas. And so that's when they start training her. Adela is the matriarch of the Adelita. She's the last living Adelita. And everyone that she saves becomes an Adelita by default. But they're orphans. They're girls that have just been saved that are possible victims, future victims. And so she does that with every girl that she can find, mm-hmm. you know, if they need it. And so she's like, we need to train you. We need to protect you. And she's like, no, I want to find my mom. And that's how it goes back and forth. And, and then she goes into the training. Like, so Adela does tell her a little bit about Malinche and the femicide that Malinche is putting upon everybody there, you know, and it's all throughout Mexico now because they just bought Pyros and Chihuahua, which mm-hmm. is one of the hottest. And mm-hmm. so that's that's how the story begins. Like, she's like, no, I want to find my mom. She's like, no, we had to protect you. We had to train you. And she's like, no, you know, and so... It goes from there, and so she's still, she 
obliges and starts the training, but she always has her mom on her mm-hmm. mind because she wants to find it. That's literally her only thing she wants because that's her only family. Uh, and then from there, I can't tell you. <laughs> but, <laughs> from there, you have to read the book. That's right. But, so, I mean, just in your explanation yes. of the book, you've included so many of the details that as I was reading it, uh-huh. were really intriguing to okay. me, just both historically mm-hmm. and just soci- socially. Um, and so I was really interested to know what was the inspiration for you to actually write Jalisco? Oh, there's lots of things, so many things. Uh, mainly, the Latino superheroes are just female superheroes. Where are they? We don't have them, unfortunately, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, why? Because we're not the ones writing it. Like, who's writing comic book stories? White guys. So we have a million white guy stories. Mm-hmm. And so that is where I came from. Like, okay, I can write Latina. I can write Mexican. I can write Chicana, of course, you know. And so that is the original, okay, if I wanted to watch a movie, what would I watch? I'd watch Latina Superhero. Like, that would be one of my first answers. And so I was like, great, who would I watch? I'd watch my mom dancing. My mom dances Flocorico. So that was a very easy, here, you know, here's a superhero, she dances Flocorico, because that was my mom. My mom was my hero growing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a very easy, like, great, let's just make her a little bit more animated and, you know, just blades coming out. (laughs) Uh, But it it makes sense enough. And so it's, it's fun. And it's, you know, it's, it's, has more heart to me. Uh, why the femicide is because it's something, anything that gets me mad, I can write about very easily. Yeah. And yeah. that's a very easy mojitas of Juarez, or just really the femicide in general. Uh, that gets me mad. And, like, I had to do research on it, too, and it was just really horrible in regards to all the numbers and everything. But it's something that we should put light upon. And, like, if I can save them in my comic book, I will, you know, because obviously I can't in real life right. as of right now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that dedication you had in your comic book Thank for you. all the missing, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Like nobody is doing anything, and it like you said, you you get angry reading about all these missing people that nobody's looking for. And also the visuals. I looked up so many pictures, and like even in because they are mutilated and tortured and all these things that I did not put in the comic book because comic right, book is right. much more yeah. young adult and anybody else. But it's a little bit on the you know general. Uh, parental guidance side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, those are the images. Like, you just saw, like, the legs off, you know, and, like, in a, in a ditch or in an alley mm-hmm, or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, they just discard them like trash. Yeah. And, like, that is what I got. Like, just even looking at the photos. And, like, nine women are found a day, you know, oh, mutilated wow. and, and all that jazz. Uh, and it's been going on since the 80s. It's really horrible stuff. But I think I had to research it because I had to know my stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, of course. But there are organizations doing things uh, as much as they can, but, like, is the government actually doing stuff? No. The mm-hmm. UN stepped in and said, hey, find people. Good. They went and found people, and it still continues. You know, mm-hmm. so, like, sure, you found them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just something that it's – something. it's just an issue, a social issue that I wish we can address. Right. Nice. Yeah. So, like I said, you were first on our, our radar um, with a uh, crowdfunding com- campaign yes. for a short film yes but here we are today talking about your comic book so can you tell us a little bit about what the journey has been from uh short film to now comic to i heard you maybe mention uh feature uh yeah that's it's been a very nice journey it's also more like okay great let's do a a short film because i wanted to do the feature and then I shot the short film i wrote out the feature length meaning the, the movie script and then people are like oh that's cool is it a comic book like, a lot of people ask me, and mm. I was just like, no. Interesting. No, no it's not a comic book. Right? <laughs> and it finally hit my head, it should be a comic book. <laughs> and so, <laughs> that is the reason why I did a graphic novel. And so I, I researched comic or graphic novel, whether or not to split them up into, like, sections or chapters, and then, or just do a graphic novel. Um, price-wise and return-wise, graphic novel is, makes the most sense. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it just helps establish my audience, um, co- you know, solidifies my IP and everything else for the feature. Mm-hmm. So that is where I am. So that is why I wrote out the feature length script and then I just translated to storyboard within my little, like, um, stick figure drawings. Okay. And then I'm creating the graphic novel. Nice. So, I, I mean, I, I really feel like it's a really good way to get stories in front of people mm-hmm. that don't necessarily want to sit down and read a script. Absolutely. Um, and for there to already be visual there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, as um, you know, because you've come into the shop, I uh, co-own Heidi Hill Comics. Yes. And on a weekly basis, we have people from studios walking in, calling us, asking us, what is on your radar? What mm-hmm. is the new story that doesn't have any hype yet that is a, a good candidate to making a movie? So There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. Now you have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read any comic books uh, while researching to write the graphic novel? I did read Watchmen. Nice. Um, and that is it, actually. That is the only comic <laughs> book I read because it is the most prolific yes. and it's number one best-selling as well. <laughs> and something, it broke down, it changed the game. And so I watched YouTubes on Watchmen. Uh, <laughs> and I did watch a YouTube on America, on Marvel's America Chavez mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well. Just something, I, I did research. I researched enough that I can understand what's going on and then how much I can bend the rules within mine. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Watchmen only does three by three, so three panels across and three panels down only. You know, like, and that is really cool. That mm-hmm. was different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the anti-superhero theory as well. You know, that whole, everything that they, how they changed it and tweaked it, like, who watches the Watchmen, right? Like, that is the theme. Mm-hmm. And so, like, why was that important? You know, so I, I kind of, I had to break down, like, why did this make a mark? Uh, just nothing for me to understand it and then whether or not yeah. I use it is up to me. But, um, so I did a four by, I believe a four by four, so four small panels across, four small panels down, and I did a six by nine, which is somewhat conventional, but not as much. Um, so something, I just kind of, I borrowed what, what was useful for me. Uh, and then I went from there, and I forgot the question. Oh, what did I research? <laughs> uh, that was it, just the watchman, actually. <laughs> uh, well, Speaking of your um, paneling and setup and everything, mm-hmm. we have noticed uh, in the beginning of the book, every single creator on this project is a Latina. Absolutely. Every single one. Yes. Um, was that by design or a happy coincidence? That was absolutely by design. Okay. I researched so much for like two or three days, which for me is a long time because I researched like all day. Yeah. Uh, but like <laughs> nice. Instagram has a hashtag called visible women and it's yes. pretty much like our thing. It's like, well, why aren't we seeing where are the Latinas? Where are the artists? Where are the female artists? It's not just for Latinas, but mm-hmm. it's literally just female artists. Like, where are we? I don't know. We just don't get hired, unfortunately. And so that was one of my, like, if I'm going to hire someone and pay someone and give you a credit and like, and, yeah, it's, you know, it's a whole part of the movement thing. Like, here, of course it'd be a Latina. Why wouldn't it be? Right. You know, right. why wouldn't I bring everybody with me? And so, like, I'm doing my second graphic novel, Santa, and they're all on board for the second one, except for two. Nice. So, I mean, I got majority of them, but <laughs> two of them are busy, and that's fine as well. Yeah. Um, so, it is something that I absolutely wanted to do, but I did go through lots and lots of submissions, or lots of Instagrams, lots of Tumblr, lots of DeviantArts. Um, wow. The first girl that I got is Mirel. She, um, I wanted a penciler, which is the person that first draws. Yeah. And so I met her, and she's like, I don't want a pencil. And I was like, okay, what are you going to do? She's like, color. I'll be a colorist. And I was like, great. And so she put a tweet out, because she has a million followers, and she's great in everything that she does. And so she got 60 responses, and it was just a simple looking for a Latina artist for Latina superhero. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. We're all, we, we all have our ears perked up. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's awesome. It was really good. So 60 artists replied, and so I went through all of them, and it didn't have to be just U.S. I went through everyone pretty much on the Western Hemisphere, Mm -hmm. and I just chose the ones I wanted. So the second person that I interviewed, I was like, hey, do you want to be a penciler? She's like, no. And I was like, okay. I don't want to be a penciler. And I was like, what do you want to be? And she's like, inker. And I was like, great. And so like, I just went down the line of how I got everybody. But um, So she came on as an inker. And my third person, she just said yes for penciler because I was the only option left. But really great. That was super cool. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what the impact of having all Latinas on this project had on Jalisco? I don't know if it necessarily, I mean, I know we all are on the same page and we all understand where we are and what we want. Um, so our overall goal, I know intrinsically we would all have that same mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all understand it's a superhero. We all understand the matri- matriarchy. We all understand the oppression, you know, and just we understand that whole world because we live in that world. Right. So it's not like mm-hmm. I have to talk and be like, hey, do you get this? No, of course we get it. Right, right. Uh, all of them have some type of, um, past with Flocorico as well, which is really, nice. really nice. nice. Like they've Super all cool. danced it or known somebody like yeah. within their family that's danced it. So like, I don't need to explain and be like, let me tell you about right. this. They're like, I get it. You right. know, it's, yeah. it was that easy. Yeah. Like how these, uh, the, um, the skirt flows, you know, that, yeah. that was really present in the oh, imagery yeah. in the comics. So thank you. So well done. I didn't do that, but I'll take credit for it. But thank <laughs> you. <laughs> my artists did that because they're great. But they all understand that. And yes. I had three of my colorists were from Mexico and they all went to the same school. So they all colored within the same range oh, okay. wow. and they were friends. And so, uh, so they, so that was great. And they were the fastest, of course, because they just split up the pages. Uh, but like my other two are, well, like three are Chicana and then I'm also Chicana. So we're just Chicanos and Mexicanos, mm-hmm. which is a really good, you know, it's just a very, you know, we get the story, of course. We right, live the story. Yeah. That's so awesome. That is, <laughs> that is amazing. I can't, I, it's almost, it almost feels serendipitous. Like everything yeah. kind of, it, I mean, you're, you're telling it and it sounds so awesome. I mean, I'm sure Thank there you. was some obstacles and so forth, but I mean, it just sounds amazing. Like an amazing journey. Thank you. I've had a great experience, honestly. Like I learned, I had such a great learning curve. Um, I haven't had any, really many obstacles in where I am, at least, uh, or at least right now. But like, it's you know, it's just put it all together. It's the same thing as producing like short films or whatever. Like, it's a big collaboration. If you don't understand what I want, the shot, you're not going to shoot it the right way, mm-hmm. right? And it's like we all, it's the same thing. We just do storyboards one still instead. You know, if you don't understand it, how you're going to translate it? It's the same thing. That's when I was saying we're all on the same page. We're all literally on the same page. We all shared one Google Drive, and like everybody could look at each other's work. Wow. You know, and then that goes from my mind to your folder because now it's your turn to take it, and then it goes through the colors, you know, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Wow. Um, so same thing. We're always, you know, transparent, and it was just we always understood what we wanted. Oh, cool. Yeah. That sounds really great. That's <laughs> yeah. It sounds so magical. Yeah, good. <laughs> As a Latina in, in a voice and storytelling. Um, you're able to take responsibility for representation and you probably take it very seriously. Yes. With regards to the Latina characters and storytelling, we often see Latina stereotypes, mm-hmm. uh, utilized in like mainstream entertainment. Tell us how you combat these stereotypes in your work. In my work, I just show people. And, but that is the same way I was raised. I see people. Um, so like, oh, here's a story about a Latina. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, it's really, here's a story about a superhero. She just happens to be Latina. And that's the difference. I've never seen it at, as that approach. Like, oh, we should have this because of this. No, we have a person. Like, my family, they're people. Mm-hmm, my friends, they're mm-hmm. people. That is what I see. Uh, so I don't necessarily have to be like, oh, what's the stereotype? No, I don't default what is our stereotype. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, you're a person. This is your arc. That is it. 
They're your person. This is your arc. And they all have arcs, right? You know, it's simple and whatnot. But they all, that's how I always seen people, and that's how I was written. I don't think I put the oppression on anybody, because mm-hmm. why would I? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not necessarily aware of it either, because, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that I'm not aware of the stereotypes. I just know I don't infuse it automatically because I'm not prejudiced. And so that's the difference. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, just so, I just hear her sitting here with my mouth open. Like, wow. <laughs> but it's true, though. <laughs> um, so, it would be super easy to categorize a comic with a Latina superhero created by a whole team of Latinas and tackling the social issues of Latinas as a feminist piece of work. Absolutely. Okay, okay so uh, my next question was, was that your intent? Thank you. <laughs> absolutely, I jumped it. Uh, absolutely, yes, of course. Um, I'm an equalist. Why wouldn't I right. want equal rights? Right. Uh, so it is a feminist piece if that's, you know, and, and it's absolutely true. Why aren't we equal? Why do you keep killing us because you want to? Like, it's literally that easy. Um, so, yes, is your answer. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your applause. Yay. <laughs> um, what has, on that note, what has been the reaction to Jalisco, given that, I mean, it's it's, for me, and I love it. It's pretty out there, uh, you know. Oh, good. Female empowerment, and, huh? and it, it was like right in my face, like I said, from the very first you open the page and you see the list of creators. Yay. So, what has been the reaction to that? Oh, people have loved it. That's I've gotten awesome. such a great response from females and males um, across the board. Mainly, of course, Latinos are my number one. Latinas and Latinos are my number one um, buyers or supporters. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. totally fine because even my grandma says she's like, these are for Latinos. I was like, yes. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's the first thing she told me. And I was like, it is absolutely for us. Yeah. Uh, not in a rude way, but it is for us. Right. Because yeah. we need it. Yeah, and the fact that you got so many people on board, like, mm-hmm. like pick me, pick me. Like, <laughs> I feel like we were just already ready for it. Yeah. Like, we've been waiting for, for it. For a long you know? time. Not yeah. just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That's super awesome. Um, any thoughts about actually translating it to Spanish? Somebody asked me that, and I said, yes. Uh, I would love to translate to Spanish. As of right now, I don't have the resources, mm-hmm. and I'm doing lots of little other things in regards to my other comics, because I have my line in my head. Oh, my <laughs> timeline is done. Uh, but, uh, yes, one day, when I get when I get funding for it and enough reach for it, I would absolutely love to. I would be, because you brought her up right now, I'd be interested to hear, what does your abuelita say about Jalisco? <laughs> um, well, she didn't understand the first page. So my grandma came to, from um, from Chihuahua uh-huh. when she was six over here. And so there are certain things she does not necessarily understand. Like mm-hmm. her comedy is way different than my comedy. Oh, okay. yeah. But same thing, it's fine. We're from different, way different generations. Right. Like there's different things. So like she looked at the first page and she's like, what does this mean? You know, which <laughs> I'm sorry, the dedication page. You know, and so I just like little things you have to explain to her. She understands right. what is the what is, but she didn't understand the pink cross. You know, stuff like that. She's mm-hmm. not on the internet. She's, you know, she's a TV watcher type person. So it's just little points. Um, so like that. But she understands it when you tell her. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, she didn't necessarily, and she's like, this is for the Latinas. And I was like, yeah, no, no. You know, and it's literally just like, I just agree with her because there's certain things she's not used to as well. Like, mm. 
of course it's for Latin. Like, for me, of course, yes, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she's used to it. Uh-huh. Besides watching, like, Telemundo and Univision. Like, that's not necessarily what she's been exposed to. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing to be like, yeah, of course, here's a book. I made it for you. And so... <laughs> <laughs> but she, well, she's in it. Um, so everyone in my family, everyone's names are in the book. Oh, not not that you would know who right. they are, but yeah. I do. And so it's something that I was like, it's a very cool, like, a really fun... Like, my grandma, not that one, but my other grandma, her name's Adela. And that is, oh, um, yeah. that's the lead character, that's yeah. the, the mentor character, is yeah, Adela, yeah, and then course. Adela. Um, Actually, that was my next question. Like, um, there's quite a lot of references because, uh, well, I didn't know that your your grandmother was named Adela, mm-hmm. but uh, I took it more like a las Adelitas, las yeah. soldaderas. Yeah. So um, I'm wondering, uh, is uh, how did you feel about using the historical reference like La Malinche, mm-hmm. Las Adelitas? Of course, you just said that it was your grandmother. So I, mm-hmm. I thought it was more like a history kind of thing. Well, I mean, I think it worked perfectly. The, of the Adelitas is Adela. Uh, and then the offspring is Della, uh, which is her, her, her daughter. Yes. But, um, so it was like, perfect, that name goes there when I was trying to people, <laughs> people's names. Um, but I, it's part of our history and it's our culture. And so like, why not use it? Like, no, she's not, like, Malinche is not honestly the traitor of, to the natives, but she is the traitor in the book. She's our traitor to our gender, right? right? right. <laughs> and so like, symbolically, people will understand it. If they don't understand it, it does not matter. It still plays true. You know, it's still, the story rides out regardless. Same with Adelitas. If you don't know the past, it doesn't matter. They're just cool supporting characters that rides out, you know? Yeah, of course. And so, um, that is, what was your question? Why did I use, <laughs> why did I use them? Because I like them. It's part of our history and it's our culture. I like, that's it. honestly why. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I, I find that the fact if you don't understand the references, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, that can drive the story, um, regardless. But the fact that, that, Latinos and Latinos who are reading it mm-hmm. most likely are going to understand the reference and they're going to understand. And I think, I mean, I know Good. I personally appreciated yeah. having that historical reference in the book. Oh, Great. Definitely. Thank you. Definitely. Good. I like that. Yeah. And even, uh, just, um, just the fact that how she was trying to find food to eat mm-hmm. and, um, that little part that remind me of the stories my mom used to tell me about how um they would split like one egg between like four kids you uh, know yeah. like and you know even the small town even la plaza in the imagery mm-hmm. took me back to el pueblo where my parents came from so that's great i mean it's it's really uh, really amazing thank you yeah the art is i mean i know you have a team of uh, of <laughs> mujeres that all put in and took from your imagery that you gave to them in words but i the team is just amazing yes the, the art was are. amazing i mean i'm just looking at this sticker and just <laughs> i love the style okay and thank you. the coloring too is just and i i really find it um interesting that you're saying that the there's some of them were all from the same school mm-hmm. um in mexico. mexico yeah because i feel like that lens for them to be able to use the quote unquote right colors, yeah. I guess you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I mean, they, yes, they're most definitely, yeah. They're just like how Gonzo was able. He he's from Arizona, Arizona. and was able to capture the Arizona quote unquote mm-hmm. <laughs> colors. Kinda, yeah, I, I really feel like, it, I mean, and I I 
I wasn't I didn't have the luxury of actually having it in my hands. I I read it on PDF on my computer, but even from there mm-hmm. it just pops out in the mm-hmm. style and the color and just everything. It yeah. just all fits together so perfectly. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Yeah, they're all great, all of them. It's awesome. So, speaking about um, uh, all the art in the world and everything, are there any plans to expand um, the world that Jalisco was set in or to continue with more story arcs with the characters that are in this book? There can be. So, after I started um, the graphic novel, everyone's just like, where's the animation show? Where's the video <laughs> game? And I'm like, uh, like, I have no idea where they are, but I wish they existed. And so, um, also the feature. I, I have... I'm, I live in live action as opposed to, say, animation, but because Jalisco looks like the graphic novel looks so pretty as a cartoon already, yes, yeah. it can be that. And so I've had some meetings with certain people already in regards to doing an animation of either all five of them. So I have five Latino superheroes in one universe, and they all get together, and oh, they're a la brava. That's okay. their, their universe name. Wow. Jalisco is just my favorite, of course, and so I did that one first. But I, that's why that's why I was like, I have my timeline to set up, because they're all going to have their standalone graphic novels, and the fifth one, they, or the sixth one, they come together. Oh, yeah, wow. And they're a team. Oh, my that gosh. That is super cool. My yes. gosh. Okay, well, what is your timeline? <laughs> <laughs> we expect it. <laughs> so, Santa I'm writing out the script this year. Um, the graphic novels has been started already, so my penciler's working on that one. Uh, it'll be a, be out hopefully by spring or summer, the graphic novel, the Santa. And then, Druka, Logita, and Bandita are my next three. And they're all from within the U.S., but all from over, um, different type of Latinas, you know, mm-hmm, ethnicities. Um, and that's wow. kind of what I have as of right now. But like, same thing. If someone's like, "Hey, let's do this," sure, let's go do it. As of right now, it's just I, uh, I'm on my credit card monies, and so like, I can afford Santa, I can afford the school, like the graphic novel, you know, the little things I can afford within yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, but to do a video game, no, that one, that one's literally out there for me as of right now. But the video game would be amazing because Jalisco would go against, you know, everybody. She would be in her world still, and she becomes an assassin. So I know the graphic novel is her origin story, right. but she becomes an assassin, and she goes and saves other other people other right. females like um on the proof of concept she saves a child bride like she literally wow. you know goes into the wedding and kills everybody oh, oh i remember nice. that yes that's, I the, remember that. that's that one yes and right now when you mentioned assassin i remember that was part of the the initial um like description that we read off on Juntos y Puertas that it was a female Mexican assassin yeah. with, with knives in her I cannot stress this enough listeners <laughs> she has knives in her and, and then when she wimps her. it out they shoot out as <laughs> yes. well so it's a bonus. Yes. <laughs> I like how you um, explained, you know, because, I mean, it, it seems a little fantastical, knives in the in the skirt, but I like how you explained that in, in the introductory graphic novel mm-hmm. that it's the material that her dress is made out of is, is, is special material so oh, she absolutely. can fight and be protected sort of like uh, armor yeah so I thought that was super cool like in, in my head I was like oh that's like John Wick oh I like that <laughs> I think more Batman but that's cool um, but and the blades unhinge as well she just like um, flicks her wrist per se in a special motion and they they protrude and so that is how they unhinge, unhinge out yeah. at the right time Nice. Well, I was thinking like of Spider-Man, just to, <laughs> so we, okay. we all and we all had our ideas of just like the every superhero has their protection, their right. protect, yeah. their protective costume, as, you, <laughs> as it were, their armor. Yeah. Yes, yeah. their armor, absolutely. 
Um, I was thinking when you, when I was thinking about, uh, expanding your story, I was mm-hmm. thinking, were you gonna dive into, like, each of the Adelitas and maybe their origin story too, like, in kind of like a flashback mode, kind of? That'd be great. Cause uh, I would really like to know more about, especially, like, the daughter of the main Adela yeah, and, Bella. um, yeah, I, I would. That really was your, like, what was your favorite character? That, she, I was like, cause she was kind of like, she kind of wanted her mom's attention. Yeah. And at the same time, she was kind of a little salty with her. Yeah. But at the same time, her mom was like, this is your sister. And mm-hmm. then that, the, that, then her mentality changed. Like she accepted it. Like she had to be told, Hey, this is, there's a greater purpose. This is yeah. not just about you, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like the kind of strained relationship with the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. And yours? <laughs> that was your <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, this is Kristen. There's only two of us now, so I feel weird saying who, who we are. That was Sarah. This is Kristen. Um, I really would, as I was reading, I was also thinking, I really want to know the backstory of Adela. Like, oh, nice. how did she come to take on this role and how, like, you know, I'm sure at some point she was Jalisco's age and she knows she, what is everything that she saw and she experienced and, you know, she was very aware of what was going on around yeah. her and so what has happened in her past. Mm-hmm. And, but the fact that she was a leader of this band of women and, and girls and teaching them and, and showing them and having to be tough with them when, when they needed to be, but also, um, nurturing? Yeah, in, uh, in a sense, sort of like yeah. inspiring them mm-hmm. to do better, to yeah. work harder. Yeah. I thought that that was really interesting. And also, her personality was like a little bit more like, kind of my mom was really serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she would joke very little. Um, you really had to get to know her for her to be like jokey, but she was very stern, very serious. Yes. And I got that same sensation. Yes, oh, actually, yeah. you mentioned that. Same with me. I got little... Like, she was very serious, very on task, but every once in a while, something she would do or say um, kind of opened her up yes. a little bit mm-hmm. and made her a little bit more, um, what do you say, though? Redeeming. Yes. <laughs> That's what we call it in storyline. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so what was your question was, is there going to be anything in the world? So if I do a Jalisco like a sequel, she will still obviously live in, the Mex- in Mexico. Uh, I don't, as of right now, have plans for, I, though I do like Adela and Della's, uh, backstory. That would be mm-hmm. really cool. As of right now, my, told you my things are standalones for all five of my superheroes, and then all of them put together. Right. I have to say, every time you say it, I get chills. Oh, good. So <laughs> like, that's it then. That, <laughs> that idea, um, is just freaking amazing, and the fact that they all come together mm-hmm. at the end. And, uh, actually, Cami Garcia, um, she's a, a YA artist, or uh, writer, who is doing comics is doing something similar Good. right now with Teen Titans. Good. They hired a Latina writer and a Latino artist. He's Brazilian. Um, and they are working on individual Teen Titan, um, books. The very first one that came out was Raven. And oh. next one's going to be Beast Boy. And they're going to hit all the Teen Titans. And then the very last book is going to be them getting together. Them getting together. Awesome. Yes. So that's Good. what this is, is yes. to me. But Good. all freaking Latinas. <laughs> Absolutely. And 
set in uh, our historical context. I'm just, I'm so here for it. I'm so, so yes, here for it. most definitely. And the fact that some of these characters are going to be from the U.S. as well, Lati- mm-hmm. like different type of Latinos. I'm so I haven't even I, told you about those yet. I know. love that you I mean, said I just, that. Just that, when you said the names, yes. I'm like, I can picture it in my oh, head. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so Santa, she um, she goes up against ice because that's a major thing right now. And I wrote yes. it last year, her script, but it literally it plays true. Uh-huh. So she's in a border town. She's it's a made up parallel town, but think yeah, like Mexico yeah. or like um like Arizona or Texas, like it's mm-hmm. that type of border mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. where you have the big divide between. Um, so everyone, the regular people are the Zikas, and then everyone that is a conservative. Are, which are for me are the reds, but they're called luchas. So there's the lucha luchas against the zikas. Mm-hmm. And so the lucha luchas all were have a lucha mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course they want to start the race war. Yeah. And wow. so she learns her patriotism and she learns to fight because she, this is a more military one. She gets, um, her mentor is a vet, is an ex vet. Wow. Um, and so she learns her mom's past history. Her mom was a military as well, but she passed away prior to everything starting. And so she learns, she learns pretty much how to fight at the same time that the race war rises, mm-hmm. uh, in regards, in that town, in the small town. And Ruka, which is my third superhero, she's my Estelle Chola. So she has a cameo and she helps, she helps Santa, like, you know, be more, be more Chicana, pretty much. And wow. also she helps fight the very end. Nice. But. Nice. See, w- w- I, yeah, she, when she mentioned Loka, I'm like, I think there's gonna be like a chola. Lokipa's <laughs> <laughs> another one. <laughs> but, yeah. Very exciting. Um, okay. we have a segment called On My Radar. Yes. Um, as a Latina creator, we are interested to hear what your creative role models are. What creative works can we rec- can you recommend to our listeners that highlight Latinx culture and diversity? Oh, this is the one you said. Do not say, um, okay, so <laughs> I get it now. So I, in regards to creative works, she isn't Latina nor does Latina necessarily stuff, but I like, um, Nikki Caro. So she's done Mulan. She started off with Whale Rider. She, oh, I love Whale Rider. Yeah. So that was oh my first my introduction gosh. to her. That one pretty much made her. That one made yeah. her, but she is amazing. Everything she shoots, she shot Zookeeper's Wife. Everything she shoots is very pretty. She's nice. like Patty Jenkins. Okay. And so okay. in that regards, like they shoot, Patty Jenkins was very epic. Mm-hmm. Of course, she did yeah. Wonder Woman. But literally, sending, she did Monster, right? She's, it's so good that like you either really love it, like Monster's a great movie, but I won't watch it again, right? right. But like, yeah. but that is right. but the purpose. She did it that great. Right. It's just like, oh, uh, you know, it's intense. But that was her purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously Wonder Woman I can watch a million times over and I have mm-hmm. already. But like that, like, so those are my role models in regards to Latinx culture. No, they, I don't know anyone necessarily that highlights Latinx culture. Um, but I don't, like, if you think in the film, like, who's really doing anything as of right now? Yeah. You know, like, we have Tanya Sadacho, we have Gloria Calderon, uh, and they're both amazing. They're showrunners for TV. I don't watch much TV. I do watch their shows, of course. But in regards to that, those are my two, is Patty Jenkins and Nikki Caro is a director, because I'm much more of a director than I am, say, I'm a writer as well, but not, I don't really live in the graphic novel realm. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, of course. Which I think is actually awesome. I mean, Thank you. we do highlight, um, Creators and um, writers and artists and fans and, and characters that are Latinx on our podcast, but the fact that um, that's just one type of creativity and that mm-hmm. there's so many other types out there, and the fact that yeah. you are a Latina who is is bridging, you know, some of those creative outlets together, right. and like you mentioned earlier, so many. I mean. Just this last summer, 
there have been a handful of movies that have come out that were based on graphic novels. Like, Absolutely. who still doesn't know that Kitchen was based on a graphic novel that came out this last summer? So, uh, and so there is just so much to be said for the fact that you do multiple things. Thank you. And that you are getting your story and mm-hmm. our stories out there in front of people. Yes. So thank, thank you for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes. Yeah, that's our little part. That's what we do. <laughs> I like it. It's good. So you already kind of started telling us a little bit of your cheese about stories mm. and projects that you're working on and that are upcoming. Do you have anything else that you want to add to that? Yes, I have one. I'm actually going to pay for the order today, so another credit card hit. But it's a really <laughs> great one. I'm very happy about it, so I don't, it's okay. Uh, but I'm going to do a coloring book of Halle's <gasps> Oh, oh wow. my God. Yes. That's awesome! I was waiting for my applause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's an eight and a half by eleven, so it's a regular size piece of paper. You know, and it's it's the exact same of the book. So if you want to color, oh, really? it's the coloring book edition, is what I call it. That's yeah. great! This, I love interactive books. Thank you. This art too, I think, really lends itself to just in a lot of the uh, splash pages of just the background of mm-hmm. what's going on. I mean, I know the story is kind of in some, you know, dire and some, a lot of uh, horrible things going on, but also just the coloring itself in the comic um, was so amazing that I think the the black and white pictures are going to lend itself to um, really creating some other little creative uh, creative. Uh, Adults and children, because I love to color. <laughs> get, your, get your creativity flowing for sure. I love coloring. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I grew up coloring, so I was like, yeah, I would love to color. Like, my mom and also my dad and my grandma, the first thing, one of the other first things they said was, how come her dress is black? Oh. Which makes sense. Yeah. I, I was wondering that too. Thanks. No, 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 but for me, I was, I was thinking more like this, you know, because Kevlar is kind of black, so I thought that's why her oh. dress is black. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's, that's, that's a great. I'll, yeah. I'll use that reason now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that uh, you know because and also I mean she's she's gonna be an assassin. So I mean you don't, yeah. you want to blend she can't, in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can't wear you know green, red, and white. You know like and you stand out or or yellow or you know. Yeah. It has to be black. So actually. my mom had a black traje. She had a black um, Jalisco dress as well as a red one as well. So in the graphic novel she starts off wearing a red one and then it goes to black. Because those are the two that I saw my mom dance in. But that's the same thing. That is for my own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like black. I always wear black. So yeah. The best yeah. reason. Uh, also, I just wanted to change it because it's, it's very traditional style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, and the one, like, some have the stars, some don't. It depends apart, you know, which, where within Jalisco that you go to. But, uh, that's why, like, she's gonna have flower, like, the gold flowers come up so much higher than that. It's just, and more so like the proof of concept where she had it coming, kind of coming up more so of her dress. Uh huh, uh huh. Um, Mm. That's just one of the things that I've gotten that by by the elders, and I was like, okay, it's fine, I'll take it. <laughs> she can change her dress, but, uh, so now you can color. I'll give her one. She can color. And maybe her her cover story, like when she travels out, is she's traveling with her folklorico, uh dancers, and then she can change up the colors. But Absolutely. like her her dress dress is the black one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'll use that too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I really love though that Adela was able to take, um, each girl's strengths and interests and translate them into how they were going to basically 
fight. fight. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because when we first heard about um, the idea of her being uh, an assassin and having knives in her skirt, I didn't give a care how they got there. I just (laughs) thought that was so cool. Okay. But in reading the story, the way that she got there with this dress and with the idea behind it and and why uh, it was so... Dance was so important to her. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I resonated with me as I was reading the story. Great, yeah. thank you. So I, so I loved that part. Um, so yes, you were part of our juntos y fuertes. Um, when originally when we shared about your um, about your crowdfunding. So um, as you know, um, that's how we first uh, came across your project. And that segment really highlights noteworthy endeavors by members of marginalized groups that really we think deserve um, support. So are there any projects or programs that you feel uh, like you would like to plug in our Juntos y Fuertes segment? Let me think about that and get back to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, pretty much anything that's happening at the border, I would say them or any of the femicide stuff. Those are my two. Right. I was going to ask you, you said you did so much, um, you, you did a lot of research on the femicide stuff, and mm-hmm. your dedication it, it literally is dedicated to all missing women. Yeah. So I was wondering if maybe you had any um, so there's specific... A- uh, project or organization that you think um, is doing the good work out there? I think they're all doing the good work out there, but I have three on my website. So Semillas is one of them. Um, there was another one, Bring Our Daughters Home. It's in Spanish, though, but saying mm-hmm. Bring mm-hmm. Our Daughters Home. And then there's a third one, which I can't remember, unfortunately, but there's... Those are just the three I chose. There's a million of them yeah, that are yeah. all saying we're all we're all fighting the good fight, right? And so I would hope um, if anybody wants to know any more information, just look up what is the Juanes Women of Juanes. They show up. Um, there's so many nonprofits out there that need the help. Uh, same thing, anything that's doing with the detention centers or concentration camps, mm-hmm. as I call them. Absolutely, just go down to the border and go helping. You know, I I don't know enough about that to speak on it. Unfortunately, I'm not. That's Santa's world, and so I, I learn by default because I have to, but I should know the stuff regardless. It's Compton. <laughs> There's a good documentary <laughs> on, um, on Tupac, on um, the rise of hip-hop on Netflix right now. Yeah, I want to see that, yeah. Me too, I was supposed to, and then I fell asleep, and I was like, oh well. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, in regards, yeah, so back, uh, ICE, uh, anything that has to go against them, helping protect um learning our rights. Uh, I, I tell my grandma left and right because my grandma's the most that gets, you know, obviously we're in L.A. and our governor does not allow ICE in, which mm-hmm. is a very nice thing. Um, but just in case, I always have to prep my grandma because she's always the nervous type. Me, no, me, you know, I honestly, I know I'd pass and whatnot. But there are certain things like you should always be aware of your rights. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> there was, that's a lot of important information we should all know and try to help out in. Thank you so much for sharing that. Where can our listeners find or follow your projects or future projects, websites, social media? I like Instagram the most. I don't do Twitter. So Instagram, my name is Kaden Phoenix, K-A-Y-D-E-N-P-H-O-E-N-I-X. And then the Jalisco one is Jalisco Superhero. But if you just go to the Kaden one, there's a link to the Jalisco one. And then on the regards to websites, you can either go to Jalisco Comic or Jalisco Latinas. Or actually, no, it's Jalisco Comic and Jalisco Superhero. They both go to the same website. 
I just have two because comics easier to write out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but those are the, those are great. Those you can definitely use. Well, awesome. That's great. And oh, sorry, I was going to say, is yes. there anywhere that um, you are local to Los Angeles? Is there yes. anywhere that we can actually? Buy your book that we can come and meet you and reach you and have you sign it. Yes, or any appearances that you have coming up soon. I have one in Santa Monica. I heard. (laughs) 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 But till then, uh, yes, I do. So the books that are in stores already. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I am in. I'm going to be in Comic Bug next month because I have a book signing the top of October. I am in San Gabriel in Nostalgic Comics already. I'm in Stories in Echo Park, so right off of Sunset. I'm in uh, Secret Headquarters. It's also in Sunset, but in Silver Lake. And then I will be in Luna Sol, um, Mexican Vintage in Whittier, something next month after I do my book signing or when I get my books in again. And I think that's it as of right now. So Comic Book has two locations. There's one in Manhattan and one in Culver City. Mm-hmm. But yes. I think that's also in October because I'm still waiting for my books. And mm-hmm. then Santa Monica eventually. Yes. Uh, October <laughs> or November, early November. Um, but yeah, we're very, very local. If you want me to sign it, if you purchase it online, just leave me a note and say, please sign it. And I will sign it. I don't. Um, that's totally fine by me. <laughs> or obviously if you see me, I will always sign it. Nice. Have you thought about actually tabling at conventions, comic book conventions? So I got invited to the L.A. Comic Con, which is really nice because I don't want to table at all. But I got a free booth, and so I will table now. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so I will be there all three days. That's October 11th through the 13th, and I will be on a panel as well on Sunday, so on the 13th. Awesome. Yes. uh, What's the panel? Uh I think it's called Latinas in Geekdom. Okay. Is how nice. they called us. I like it. I like it. It may change, hopefully. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Oh, and will you be uh, having stickers or buttons or anything? Like at the panel, we, we actually give out um, buttons and stickers at that when yes. we are on panels. Yeah. And that way they remember us and follow us or listen to us or whatever. I was at the Long Beach Comic Con panel um, last month before I had my book, and I gave out all... not. Um, it was a really great crowd, and everybody ran up and got a sticker from me because I brought those stickers as well, and unfortunately, I didn't bring enough. But it was a really great, like, wow, people <laughs> want stickers. Uh, yeah. So, yes, I will have stickers at the LA Comic Con one as well. And I just have to say, I'm holding one in my hand right now, and they are so awesome. They're so mm-hmm. cute, and just please... Um, forward all of our praise to your team of Thank just you. how Absolutely. amazing yes. we think that, um, the whole, the project as a whole, but just the way that the art and, uh, the, the penciler, the colorist, the, the, the inker, the inker everybody oh did an awesome job. They absolutely <laughs> did, yes. Nice. So, um, uh, there was a, something I was going to say. Oh, um, so we had some questions that we were going to ask you, and we've gone through our list. But I was wondering, is there anything specific that you want people absolutely to know about your book, Jalisco? Absolutely. You should know that um, I appreciate all your support. Everyone's support has been so amazing. Um, and I'm very, very fortunate that I can be able to do something like this. And so... I'm just lucky, and I hope that it inspires other people to do anything, not necessarily in the graphic novel world, but just, like, go, you know, go and do it. No one's telling you, no, don't do it otherwise. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, the fact that you just were told so many times, uh, is there a graphic novel? <laughs> there should be a graphic novel. That's all I got uh, to do is ask uh, me 20 times. Yeah. Uh. And, and the fact that you just took that and you ran with it and you did it, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. you definitely are an inspiration, Absolutely. I think, for, um, for our artists and creators out there, for people just sitting on any idea that they have, no matter what it is. So, uh, And I really fully appreciate, like I said, all of the Latinidad that is in this yes. book, hundred percent from beginning to end, and just the fact that it is not just a story about a Latina, but the fact that it's a story for Latinas and Latinos, and that it really is tackling some very serious social justice uh, issues as well. Thank you, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and not only that, like. Um, just the fact that during this interview, you told us that you have to research and your idea was a film and then you made it into a graphic novel. Like the fact that you went out and did it, like you, con las ganas lo hiciste, you yeah. know, and I, and I think that is inspiring to a lot of people and hopefully to a lot of listeners that are creators as well. Um, but the fact that you mentioned that you did work on it, you, you sought out people, you, you did the work, you, you know, the legwork or whatnot, the research. And, um, I think a lot of people just want to pick up a pencil and it's like, I want to draw good, but it, <laughs> it takes practice. It takes, yes. you know, effort. It does. Absolutely. So, um, I really appreciate that because a lot of people, you know, we, we see something on TV and we're like, Oh, I want to do that. But you know, you have to do the work. You have to do the research. True. Absolutely. Yeah. True. Yeah. And, yeah. And we really appreciate that. Yeah. Just that actually uh, brought up a question in my mind. What was the actual length of time it took from the idea in your head to having a graphic novel in your hand? Even though graphic novel was not your initial idea, your goal, what, how long actually until you actually, in, from the first idea to from when the you inception. had yeah. <laughs> I believe my artists were contracted in November, and we were printing in May, so six months. Oh, wow. wow. That's quick. That is very quick. <laughs> that is super quick. I mean, uh, 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 Henry, he was saying he, well, he was still researching his book for four years. So <laughs> <laughs> it was. Okay. No, I mean, it's a historical uh, okay. yeah, story, but, uh, but I mean... You know, sometimes you hear people say, you know, 20 years or 11 years or four oh, years, no. and you're like, six months. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very succinct, so if I'm going to do it, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And I am, I'm so glad you're bringing the, you know, folklorico. I mean, we have all seen them dance, but yes. like... You know, making it relevant with the story about an assassin, I think that's super cool. Yeah, and it's relatable. So, I mean, it is grounded, it is relatable, and I told you, it's based on my mom because I saw her growing up. Yes. That's all I know is Flocorico in my mind. Like, I can't dance it, but my mom can, and so I understand it visually. Like, right. I understand it completely visually. Um, so that is, that was a very easy one for me. That is why Heliscatch is my favorite. And as opposed to the other ones, I was the easiest one to think of everything. Like, okay, do this, okay. Um, and then this is how it connects. So it's choose my only Mexicana. And so, like, okay, what's going on in Mexico? The femicide. What do we have? Adelitas. What do we have? Malinche. What else do we have, right? And we have, like, um, that's it. And, like, I didn't go into politics, per se, because I don't know the politics, mm-hmm, and I can't mm-hmm. speak on them anyway. But it's enough to be like, okay, this is a factual event, and women do support women. Like, that is what we always have done. Um, whether or not we get, you know, the 
the plot part is different, but we've always done that. Mm-hmm. Right. So based on your answer, I can expect a new book from you every six months? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Talk to my penciler on that one. <laughs> That's awesome. So is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, um, no. Like what? I don't know. Like something we didn't touch on that you wanted to maybe share with us or the listeners? Do we have time? Um, I honestly, this is all I've been focusing on right now is just getting the word out and doing the podcast and the reviews. I had a really great review yesterday from Fanbase Press. Yes, which was I really read nice. it. Yes, I totally read it. Yes. I was really happy about it. I was like, that's <laughs> the best I could have gotten. It's perfect. <laughs> and so uh, I'm trying to get into libraries. So if anybody wants to recommend it into a library, oh yeah. yeah. Um, anybody has any um, organizations that I can donate to? So oh, on my definitely. tabs, definitely, absolutely. In my, yeah, in my shop tabs, I have a buy one donate one so a lot of people have done that as well which is really nice so they purchase one for themselves and the second one goes to an organization a school a library anything nice um pretty much for the youth but really anyone and so if you do have any recommendations please write me you can write me on the website so at least go comic.com or you can im me or whatnot on instagram me i'm very good on instagram um and just let me know where it is and i can sign it oh that's awesome i love that i'm glad you asked her because that is amazing yes it really is oh wow why didn't you mention that before (laughs) that's such a cool thing to do i just got one somebody or i I asked somebody up in fresno and she's like i run a flocotico group they would love it and they're all little girls i was like perfect oh my gosh there's so many connections (laughs) thinking about a group of folklorico girls all dressed Mm -hmm. up reading this book yes that'd be super cool yes Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for making the drive and being here in studio because it really makes a difference when you're able to see who we're interviewing and get the mm-hmm. reactions and actually see somebody um, and um, as opposed to like, where do we look? <laughs> yeah, so thank- we always love having in studio guests in our OG studio because we actually record our our um, mm-hmm. our podcast. Uh, where we review the books and do everything in Burbank, yeah. but we do okay. our Las Platicas here, which is where the original Comadesi comic started. I like yeah. it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for, for coming and driving down. We really appreciate it, and it's been great having you here. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Both of you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, that is the end of Las Platicas. Numero ocho? Ocho. Numero ocho. Mm-hmm. We have been your host. I'm Sarah. I'm Kristen. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.